Okay, episode 32, Chatting with Wade Kraus, part two. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. So you're doing back classes and stuff for them, and so then how does that progress from there? Uh, yeah, I stopped. I kind of stopped doing the, that stuff for quite a while, and I, I knew I was going to make a play field eventually because I had a Gottlieb knockout that needed a play field. So I was going to just make a one-off using my original as a template and kind of just drilling right through it. <laughs> you know, as a guide and onto a new piece of wood. I just found somebody that turned me on to like CNC stuff and I eventually took a class on how to use that, uh, you know, kind of software and machining and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And a guy who would let me use his router, um, which was super awesome and still very helpful to me. And so then, uh, yeah, I just had to kind of rethink everything and go the computer away. So, so how do you end up with the Gottlieb license? Um, I just pursued it really through. So you showed the, like you got to show them samples or whatever, right? You got to sure, make a sure. couple first and go look. Hey, look how good this is or whatever. Is it kind of like that? Yeah, yeah, kind of. And I mean, he. Uh, like I said, I went through Pinball Resource and he already knew of my work, you know, because I had done back classes. Uh, so, and uh, yeah, so when I actually produced a play field and sent it over there, he, he was pretty thrilled. Yeah. Well, so. you, you got a whole bunch of dudes going, oh, baby, wait, 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 you know, jumping up and down, right? <laughs> so, what, like, what, like, how. Talk me through the process of repro at a playfield. So now it's all computer. How do you get that image off your computer onto that big stack? Like you got that. I saw the big stack of plywood on your Instagram. That is that the, that fine fin ply stuff that we use for cabinet making and stuff. Is that what that no, is? No, I, I I did use that stuff at one time because I couldn't find anything really better. Uh, but the problem with that, that was with, you know, they called Baltic Birch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to use that at Ernie Ball when I made, like, stuff for Ernie. Yeah, it's it's great stuff. Uh, and, you know, it's pretty much void-free, which is what you want. You know, you don't want any gaps in there. And But the, the stuff I was buying, the surface isn't as good as, like, a pinball board. Ah... Uh. You know, it's real thin on the, the outer... Yeah, the outer ply or whatever. Yeah, so I, I was laminating that stuff myself. Oh. With, the, with, with maple at one point. Oh, my. You know, so, <laughs> so now what are you getting? Uh, now I, I just have the stuff made. Oh, my. And are they using a maple on the outer ply like you were? Yeah, and they're making it real thick, like, you know, so it can be sanded multiple times and oh. still not cut through. Wow, that's pretty nice, baby. Yeah, it took me forever to find someone like that, but I finally did. Wow. So, how do you get that off of your computer onto that fine wood? Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of steps to, to get it there. So, the first thing I do is cut prototypes of the the playfield blank you know like just imagine the board was sanded down 
mm-hmm. wood. So I make tests like that, and I make tests on clear material first, so I can overlay it on an original and see, you know, what, what how close I am. Oh, cause sort of like one of those hardtop things or whatever. You know, know. like yeah, like a like a you know a little thin. Like, does this line up with all the holes? Right, right. Yeah. Speaking of hard tops, (laughs) I made. I think I'm the first person to do that because I did one of those on the Clear Surf Champ. Oh, there you go, baby. So. (laughs) Yeah. So you make one of those and you kind of make sure you're all, and then you keep dialing that in. You keep making more and more till it, I mean, you know. Yeah, pro- I, I, I can usually nail it after the first try. I, I you know, lay it on there and just use uh, calipers and make adjustments to my drafting. There you go. And then, then I cut a, a wooden prototype and then I test fit everything, you know, components and, uh, then from there, I make uh, film for the image and make sure that that all lines up to the prototype. So you drill it first. Yeah, I cut all the ends. Right on a prototype, it's yeah, it's finished. Right. I don't, I don't cut out the perimeter though because the boards are actually oversized, and I cut jigging patterns into the wood, so everything lines up on my press. Oh, there you go. That yeah. And that gets trimmed out last. So, but uh, yeah, I leave it like all kind of oversized so I can check everything on, you know, through the whole process. Uh, yeah, but the the scan that I just scan an original play field in, and then I just redraw, you know, everything in the computer. So the so silk screening is the last step. Silk screening. Well, then you yeah, got a clear coat and all that stuff, right? But yeah, but yeah, but uh, when I screen them, there there's only inserts in the boards. That's it. So I don't have any through holes going on. No holes for lamps or pop bumpers or anything like that. It's a, a very smooth kind of glassy looking surface that I screen on, and then after the clear is on there, then they go back on the router and all the cuts go right through the ink and everything so yeah so that's when you put it on the NCR and cut all the cutouts for the targets and everything right right wow man that's got to be a little bit like you know nerve wracking you got this whole thing silk screen and looking sweet and then you put it on the cutter and like oh baby that better be right yep <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, there have been mishaps. For sure. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, baby, oh no, I don't want this one to be wrong. Well, and you do plastics too, huh? I have, yes. Wow. Um, I wish I, I wish I did more of those. They're much easier to do than playfields. <laughs> yeah, in this day and age, no doubt, no doubt. So you're working on the the what do you call it? Quick draw ones these days? Is that what the yeah, the word up is? Right. I thought I recognized I recognized those from underneath there. Yeah, that's what it is. So is is doing this? Is this full time job? For you, this kind of stuff, or you got another? Is this the side hustle, as they call it, or you got another uh, job, or what? Yeah, I'm trying to make this my full time job. I, I do take on other work, uh, you know, occasionally, but 
you know, for for a long, long time, I just ran, I ran a t-shirt printing place. Mm-hmm. But I stopped doing that and been focusing on things that involve both uh, the router and printing. There we go. Yeah, not necessarily pinball. No, yeah. Mostly, mostly pinball, but I do other stuff too. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a lot of fun, baby. Okay, my my big question though is, do you still have that final truck from that video? Remember oh, the video? Yeah. You got that truck still? It still runs. Uh, you talking about that old greenish Chevy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my dad's. <laughs> and you still got it? Oh yeah, yeah. He's that was his daily driver until just a couple of years ago when he got a, another truck. But yeah, he still has it and it runs fine. Oh, I love it. I love it. My first car was a nineteen fifty one Chevy pickup that I bought for a hundred bucks. <laughs> and it would look like a hundred dollar car, you know, it had the foot the the, the floor starter, you know what I'm talking about. We yes. had, you had to hold the button down and the gas pedal at the same time, right? And that kind of stuff. It even still had the um, the hole in the front for the on the to you could like crank start it from the front with like the handle <laughs> on the flywheel. It was the funniest thing. But yeah, I love. I see that video. I'm like, oh, I love that truck. Yeah, my dad had that since before I was born. So no. That's so great. I'm so glad to hear that thing's still running and stuff. Oh, Wayne, well, it's great to hear you. I think, I hope we get on a show one of these days and get to hang and play some pinball or whatever. Next time you're in the, go to Morro Bay, you got to give me a drive-by, baby, on I your will. way through town. and we. Yeah, it's I'm like you know when you were here it was like 120 degrees in San Luis. You were doing the right thing out in Morro Bay, out by the ocean there. Yeah, yeah, I, I visited some people that I used to do work for, and I hadn't seen them in, in several years, so it was, it was a good hang. Yeah, it was. It got a little, yeah, sketchy. Our little um, music studio got to be, I think, a hundred and seventeen or some ridiculous thing in there. Ooh. I'm like, no, I don't think I'm going to be playing any music in there right now. No, it's like that where my shop is too. Uh, All right, uh, cowboy. Thanks for the call. Appreciate your patience and your willingness to talk. It's great cooking up with you again, and I'd love to jam one of these days, baby. Double drum jam or whatever. It'd be a lot of fun. All right. Well, thanks. All right. Talk to you later, Wade. All right. Bye-bye.